the pride, passion, and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 3 Podcast. This might be college football, Heather. We are back. Second half of the show is live. The weekend has arrived. And what better way to celebrate that by talking to legend. Good afternoon. What's going on, my black hat brother? What's hey, going man. on, baby? We're doing great. Thank you. Man, Paul, let me tell you something. I don't go crazy. I am crazy. I go normal from time to time. <laughs> That's funny. And let me tell let me tell folks something. The Paul Feinbaum show, it is a damn psych ward. We are all crazy. Crazy. Iron Man crazy. Jill crazy. Dale crazy. Augie crazy. We all crazy. But let me tell y'all something. All you folks listening, y'all crazy too. We live in a crazy world that produces crazy people. I'm just one of the few people enjoying the hell out of it personally myself. Now, Paul, let me say this about Daryl, a human version of a hemorrhoid. <laughs> let, me say, let me say this to you right here, dude. I've never came on this show and said I was the greatest caller of all time. I give it to Jim. In, in my mind, Jim is a Hall of Famer. He probably is in the conversation in my mind, and I've even heard Paul say it as one of the greatest callers of all time. It's a psych ward, and he's the biggest psycho here. So, hell yeah, he, he's a great caller, no doubt about it. I ain't ever come on here and said I was the greatest caller, but I will tell you this, dude. I'm the one that's got the three fine bomb caller of the year championships. And if you put yours, our man's, Jim, and Augie's championships together, you know how many you got? Zero. I know how Tom Brady feels when Dan Marino, Boomer, Sison, and Dak Prescott sits around and is mentioned in the same conversation as he is. I'm the one with the rings, baby. Kiss the rings. I'm the one that's got them, not y'all. I'm the one. And let me tell you something else. I might not be the greatest caller, but I'm going to tell you this right here. There ain't no caller more proud of being associated with this show than I am. I'm very proud to be associated. I was just shooting a TV segment today with the great Kip Keeper and Tony Curry down at ABC talking to the wonderful folks that love Paul down there. I was just at our shoot today, and when I come on the screen, I say, I'm the legend. From the Paul Feinbaum Show. I'm proud to be associated with it. And I'll tell you something else. I might not be the greatest caller, but I'm damn sure enjoying it the most. <laughs> and Legend, you told, me, you told me this before. I, I think you've benefited from the most based on your, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but your, your social inter- encounters. Hell yeah, I used to be dating fours, now I'm dating tens, man. Thank the Paul Feinbaum. He's like a genie. I love the We man. can help your love life just in time for Valentine's Day. Call 1-900-PAUL. Hell yeah, I love that, man. I love that bald-headed big ear, man. I love it. And let me thank you again, Paul. just collected another $1,500 NIL check today. I've been doing the hell out of Paul Feinbaum, child. I love that. I might not be the best caller, but I'm the caller most proud of it and the one enjoying the hell out of it. 
So you suck on that, Daryl. I don't give a damn if I'm the best. All y'all can argue about who's the best. I just the one that enjoys it the most, and I'm loving it. And as far as your Georgia Bulldogs, the gold standard, you're one in five against me, dude, in the last six. I just beat your ass. You're like the Baltimore Ravens telling the Kansas City Chiefs, we got the MVP. We have the best record in the regular season. We should be in the Super Bowl. Now you got your ass beat. And no, Georgia, you don't belong in a playoff because you got your ass beat by your daddy. That's right, by your daddy. Talking about you, the gold standard. I created the standard. You just copied it, you fraud. You human version of a hemorrhoid. Shut your damn mouth. And let me say this right here. I don't like talking politics, Paul. But can I talk politics just one second? Whatever you would like. I heard several people say Taylor Swift. The reason I meant to tell her Swift, several people online, I heard somebody say something about it on the show, was because of her political uh, affiliation. That had nothing to do with it. It was strictly, I'm an old-school football player, old-school football fan. I think it's down in the dirt and dirty. And if I wanted to watch The Bachelorette, I would tune in on ABC and watch it. But I don't because I don't want to. But since y'all brought up politics, let me tell y'all legends politics right quick. And some of y'all going to hate me, and a lot of y'all going to hate me. And that's what's wrong with this nation. Because your opinion don't line up with somebody else, somebody hates you. I thought we was all damn Americans with the right to have our opinion. I thought that's what the Constitution and freedom of speech is all about. But you brought it up, so let me tell you. I'm not a Republican, and I'm not a Democrat. I'm just a free, a free thinker outside of the box. That's the way I've always been, and that's the way I have always will be. But since you brought it up, I didn't know Taylor Swift was associated with any politician. But I tell you this, I wouldn't hire Joe Biden to run a, a Little League baseball team. He's old, he's weak, he's senile, and he's getting us disrespected all over the damn world. I don't like a lot of what Trump says. I don't like a lot of what Trump does. But if it came down to Trump and Biden, I'm riding Trump all day long. You can hate me. You can love me. I don't give a damn. In this country, you've got a right to think whatever the hell you want to think and not be prosecuted for it. Wake up, America, and smell the damn coffee. Legend has left the building. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Legend. Appreciate that. Wow, that was a, quite a call. That wasn't political. That was legend. And Bubba is up next. What shaking, Paul? Bubba, that was a that the hey Randy, hey, that was a hell of a call. That was that really, one of the best I, I calls mean, I've heard. From I, whether you like them or not, I mean, I, I mean, we're supposed to. Let me tell you something. Whether you love legend or you hate legend, everybody comes on here can't wait to hear what legend says You're next. Right. And they can say what they want. Hey, did Squirrel out Jim? Is his name being Lewis yesterday? His I, real name? I don't know what Jim's real name is. Tuscaloosa Lewis goat. or something like that. You know, Jim is Jim's own worst enemy on here. If if he would if he would tone it back a little bit and get a hold of himself, Jim would be unstoppable. But anywho, the reason I called, I've got a weird question for you, Paul. Shoot. 
the first round of these playoffs this coming fall, I, I know they'll be at, at, at four of the teams will be hosting at their universities. Will they be actually a bowl game? The first round will just be pure playoff games. Now, the difference is the next two rounds, I believe, or the next three rounds will be at bowl sites. So they will be bowl sites and, and bowl sponsored and affiliated. Right. Correct. Okay. Well, what about way, the money? I, I, what I, about I, the money? I, the money generated in the first round? Will it most of it go to the home, the hosting school, or how will that? Yeah, how there's a, that there's, a, there's a basic formula that I'm sure that you you will get something. But what's really interesting, Bubba, and uh, I've got a few friends in the bowl business, and they are they are they are not happy. The bowl business is ha- hanging on right now by a thread because if you were let's say the Music City Bowl or whatever or the what's the Mayo Bowl. And you and you had a certain rank. You, let's say you had the number five SEC and the number four ACC. You just went down a few notches. And yeah, I under, yeah. all people uh, who really do support college football are not faring very well in all this. Yeah, you know, Paul. When I was growing up, the bowl games were something special. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think the younger generation really appreciates them like we did. Years ago, you know, I grew and that's up. Okay. Uh, I grew up. We had the Liberty Bowl, and at the at one time, that was like the number five or six game, and you, it didn't matter. I mean, you went to the game. You didn't care who was in the game. It was it was like one of the biggest nights of the year. I don't know where you, where part of uh, where you grew up, but uh, I grew up near East Tennessee, Southwest okay. Virginia. Well, I know what you're saying, game. but yeah, I mean, it was a. I mean, I can still go through. All the games I went to as a as a ten year old, a twelve year old, sixteen year old, and they were it was in a because there weren't many bowl games. Oh, absolutely, Paul, and I mean it was like it was like football holidays. I mean I couldn't wait to watch the next one. I mean you know it just it, and don't get me wrong, I don't hold it against the younger generation. Honestly, they missed out on a lot that we got to got to enjoy. They really did. And I know the culture has changed. Socially, everybody's changed. Uh, There's so much different now, and that's okay. It, it, it still can be great, though. I just don't want us to lose the bowl games because of the tradition of them. Well, that is going to be extremely difficult to hold on to. Thanks so much for the call. We head to the break. A couple more guests will be popping on in here. It is Friday afternoon, and we are coming right back. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Paul. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Paul. 
Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. And we're back. Stephen Means will join us in a few minutes. We'll get the latest on uh, how Ohio State uh, ended up with all these amazing players from SEC schools. And uh, we'll talk to Vance next. Uh, hey, Vance, go right ahead. Hey, Paul. Uh, I want to preface the call, if I may, by saying, have we not noticed a tremendous difference between Michigan national championship winner callers and Ohio State winners? A little bit calmer. Yeah, shall we say a little bit more classy? Yeah, maybe. Well, here's my question. When in time and memoriam has a head coach from a major university quit to go become the offensive coordinator at another school? I, I've never heard of that. Have you? No. Uh, well, in, in, in fairness, uh, he nearly got fired last year, and he was going to get fired. So he, he made a smart move even though uh, it looks silly if you don't look into the weeds. Well, it's a little curious to me. I mean, are they really going to just throw out every every stop they can or every sane net to just guarantee well, themselves? Well, what's happened at Ohio problem? State is this. Uh, they, they were simply not prepared to become Michigan's ragdoll. I'll say it. Yeah, I, and, <laughs> I mean, Ohio State is like Alabama or Georgia, and they've got a lot of deep-pocketed uh, boosters. And somebody finally slammed his finger or his fist on the table and said, we're not taking this anymore. So they dug deep, and they went out and bought all these players. And uh, Ryan, hey, better, uh, Ryan Day better win. Uh, I mean, if he doesn't uh, beat Michigan and get to the championship next year, he's not going to be around. Well, I, I think that I'm really – a the worst part about this is in our current way frame of football, it's all legal. Yeah, of course it is. Thanks to thanks 100, 100% to the NCAA. But I think it's a, a sad note. And I, I want to end with this two things. I, I, I hate, I, I've never been critical of your program. I bet I, it, this coming fall will be 10 years since my birth into the fine bomb show well thank you which i guess that makes me i will have to admit i'm starting to agree with jim more and more the quality of the callers has gone down from that time to now at, at an incredibly huge well, rate Vance, I'm, not, I'm not uh let me give you what i think could, could be the explanation and well, I know that a few of them have left the planet. Yeah, some of them have. But there's another factor here that's good and bad. It's bad because of what you just said. 
The other part of it is as the audience grows, the pool of callers expands. And we are, I mean, we try to be benevolent here, whether you're a good caller or not. Uh, the, the real question is, do we, do we just start, remember, remember back in uh, junior high or high school, and, you know, you, they opened up tryouts for the football team and all these folks showed up who, who couldn't run and couldn't jump. They don't last very long. Uh, the coach would run them off. The question is, do we start running off the bad callers? Oh, absolutely, okay. yes. I'm I just wanted for permission. You, we got, you okay with her, Randy? Weeks ago. Okay, we're going to start dropping the hammer here. Well, and I'm sure I'm going to be the first one. No, no, you're good. You're, you're, you're grandfathered in because you complimented the show. That but, always gets you another call. But, but let's be real here. When you got callers that all they talk about and that's a big word, all. It's big like never and ever. Those yeah. are really big words. But if all they can talk about is a retired football coach from Alabama, saw their head off. If, uh, if, I, uh, if I mean, I go through periods, uh, Vance. I mean, you're, you've listened to the show since its inception, and we will celebrate our 10th year on television in a couple of We hope to be celebrating <laughs> Never take anything for granted at ESPN. Um, but uh, that is our goal. And uh, I, I mean, I think I could do a better job if I had to evaluate myself, which. I'm not trying to criticize you. I'm trying to have you, like, help you have more fun. Well, yeah, but, it's up, but, but I'm the one that uh, is, in the, in, is in the most delicate position here. And I think uh, I can, in spite of what John from St. Louis said the other day, I, I probably oh, may be a little too forgiving with callers. Good God, I wish I could have an audience with John from St. Louis. And by the way, why don't you ask Bash? You know, you you, you commonly will ask Larry how many beers he's had that yeah. day. Would it not be a fair uh, question to ask that head? That's what we called him when I was in high school, Bash. What number of bong hits has he had? That guy sounds stoned all the time. Yeah, I think you're right. Um but, you know, I've enjoyed the conversation. Okay, Vance, well, we are going to, we're going to crack down here. Well, Randy, just have some fun and fire their ass for a couple of weeks. And, and, and by yeah, all uh, means, but, aim me first. Thank you, Vance. That's part of the idea of the caller bracket that we will start having here in a couple of weeks is that you, you identify who the, who the callers are, and it's a chance for everybody to participate. A little bit like deer season. And we go out and winnow out the... The trash. So, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see if we can get Jim in here uh, before the caller bracket starts to do the tutorial, the fantasy camp. And we'll have to, well, we are working on a concept where we just start, we just say, you're done. I missed Pat yesterday. She needed to be run off, so she was. I didn't do it to her. She did it to herself, right? We didn't need Miss Pat call, hey, Paul, blah, 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 boom. She was like a comet. I mean, I mean, how long has uh, Survivor been on TV? 30 years? And you vote people off the island. And that may be the newest thing we start doing here. We, 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 pick, out a, we pick a day off and we, we, we get, okay, these are the four callers. Who goes? You like that idea? Survivor's been very successful. Should this guy be voted off the island is my question. Johnny B. 
Is this Nurse Ratchet that uh, John <laughs> yes. from Misery, John from Misery, called you yesterday? Exactly. You didn't even let me on to make fun of me. Left well, me on the hold. Let 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 John rant on, but okay. But I rather fine. like the guy Vance, myself. Vance, go get in the kiddie pool. You're boring the hell out of everybody with your stuff. We, we'll figure this out. You may have just gotten in the tournament since with I, that since line. Since I'm progressing, here we got no claims are made by me that my calls are better than any other calls made by anybody else on the show. So now i got my disclaimer out of the way. But I wanted to bring up something Legend said, and this, you know, Valentine's Day is really close, but before the fine bomb show, I couldn't get a, a date at the woman's prison with a handful of pardons. And now I've got a woman actually coming up to see me for the Super Bowl. So, you know, things oh, are really? looking up, Paul. Yeah. So, what, so what's yeah. happening Sunday night? Well, I got to pay her first. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. <laughs> and then, it's and we'll go from stuff. there. But uh, I do like the Taylor, you know, just imagine you got Kelsey and Taylor there. What a, you know, what a child oh, yeah. they can no, make. That's the only reason thinking, I'm watching the game, to see Taylor. Just imagine if she would dump him and go with Jim, what a superior race that they could create. Can you imagine the tabloids? Uh, let's They're going to get engaged, and... Right before the wedding, she goes, nah. <laughs> I've had enough Kansas City. I, 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 I have worn my last Kansas City Chiefs sweatshirt. Yeah, or at the wedding where they say, if anybody's got a problem with this, speak up. And Jim gets up and says, hold on, yeah. hang on. I got a problem. Well, the real problem, too, is uh, what, if, what if Kansas City loses? She's never really been exposed to him losing. She'll be gone before the door, you know, before they even <laughs> be, get off the field. She'll be across the across the field hugging Brock Purdy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brock Purdy and Taylor Swift are the newest item. Hey, we're up against the break. We are coming right back. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Better tonight beginning at 6, LSU, Georgia, Arkansas, and Florida. And then we have Alabama 
at Auburn. Stephen Means from Cleveland.com covers the Ohio State Buckeyes, which has been really the most talked about team. College football stole something from Ohio State's head coach, Ryan Day. Stephen, uh, great to have you back. Uh, so much to talk about, but let me uh, go with the latest news today. O'Brien expected to leave. He did. He goes after three weeks. He goes to Boston College, but Chip Kelly coming in. Uh, good afternoon. Tell us about that. Moving very quickly here. Obviously, we talked with Ryan Day on Wednesday morning for the first time since the Cotton Bowl. Really, that's the first time he's done any media availabilities. And obviously, news earlier that week had broken about the idea that potentially Bill O'Brien could be the leading front runner for the Boston College job once Jeff Halfley left. And obviously, that's come to pass now. And Ryan Day even said on Wednesday they have contingency plans in place. He's not just going to give the job to anybody. It has to be somebody who maybe fits that same kind of profile that he was looking for when he hired Bill O'Brien, a guy who had experience and a guy he could trust there. And who better for him to trust than someone who not only coached him when he was playing quarterback in New Hampshire, but he also worked under him at multiple stops as a college football coach as well. And so he found the, the, the right second guy, again, I guess is a better way to put that in this situation, a guy he can trust and a guy he knows who, who can, he can hand over something that Ryan Day has been doing his entire career at Ohio State, and that's calling plays. And let's get to uh, that issue uh, because Ryan Day had a good reputation. It's starting to dissipate a little bit. Uh, has all of this off-season success helped solve the, the wounds of the Michigan loss and then the, I don't know what to describe, that game against Missouri because there were so many players missing, but it was still pretty painful to watch. No, I think is the right answer to that question. I mean, you still lost three straight to Michigan. Now, all the reasons why you probably lost three straight to Michigan no longer exist in Ann Arbor outside of Sharon Moore as the head coach. Now, everybody else is either, you know, Connor Stallion's not working in college football right now or probably joining Jim Harbaugh out in Los Angeles with the Chargers. And so, but still, it's the rivalry. He still lost three straight in the rivalry. It's, it's still the season probably ended on a sour note, even if there's every bit of context behind why that game went the way it went. This is still a situation where I don't want to say all or nothing because Ohio State's one of those programs in college football where every year is maybe national championship or bust when you look at it from a macro standpoint. But there's a lot of guys who came back who were third-year guys and probably could have gone off to the NFL who decided they want to come back for another shot at Michigan, for another shot to win a Big Ten title, and a shot to potentially win a national title. And when you combine that with some of the stuff they've been doing in the transfer portal – I don't know if anybody's had a better offseason than Ohio State is, and they're probably in a conversation with maybe two or three other teams right now as the front runners to win the national title in 2024. Steven, it's easy for a school in Georgia or Alabama or anywhere to, to say, hey, uh, you know, whatever they're doing up there, uh, why are they doing it? But, it's, but I'm more interested in, in what changed, if anything. Uh, when did uh, – because Ohio State's always recruited at an elite level, but – They've taken it to, to a level that we've never seen before. What, is there something that triggered all this? Well, I, I think, to, just to push back, they've been recruiting at this high of a level since Urban Meyer showed up in 2012. That has been where this we recruit like SEC schools started is when he got here. Now, Ryan Day has maybe, you know, taken that to another level when you talk about quarterback play and wide receiver play. But I think – Everywhere else, it's been just what Ohio State has been for the past decade in terms of recruiting. Now, if we want to talk about some of these transfer portal additions, 
even that is not completely off base. They only took six or seven guys this year. They took six or seven guys last year. It's just this time around, some of the guys they got are a little bit more high profile because you're talking about a quarterback in Will Howard. You're talking about Caleb Downs, who was the best freshman in the country last year. But even in Seth McLaughlin, a center who, if we remember, the last time people saw him, Seth McLaughlin, the center from Alabama, he was snap. His snaps were kind of all over the place. So even that one, maybe there's some questions around. And obviously getting Julian Sand as well. But those three, they only happened because Nick Saban retired. None of those three guys, well, maybe Seth McLaughlin because he had gone in the portal before Nick Saban's situation had happened. But the other two, if Saban doesn't retire, they're not here. So I don't, I don't think anything has changed in terms of philosophy or success recruiting-wise. It's just there have been some high-profile auditions this offseason because of some things that have happened around college football. Yeah, and you also got uh, Judkins from, from Ole Miss. I mean, it, it's an enormous array of talent uh, when you look at it individually. Stephen, let me uh, broaden back to the issue because Ryan Day will, will be dogged with this question if things don't go well, and, and you, you, under, you cover the team so you know the, the, the infrastructure. You have a new AD, Ross Bjork, who's been at Ole Miss and A&M. Uh, but it just seems like if this season doesn't go well, they're, they're, I don't know what's going to happen. So I ask you, what, what has to happen for Ryan Day to avoid the, the questions I'm asking you right now? Yeah, I, whether it comes to pass or not, I think you're right. These questions will be a, a, not something you're asking me. They're going to be questions people are asking Ross Bjork and Ryan Day if the season ends the way it has the last two years over the next couple of years, whether a decision is made or not. But Ross Bjork, came out on his introductory press conference and basically gave the best vote of confidence you could have given to Ryan Day. So that probably puts some mind at ease there. But he's got to beat Michigan, right? Like Jim Harbaugh's not there anymore, and Michigan lost a bunch. They lost coordinators, strength and conditioning coaches, a lot of the talent that was responsible for why they've won three straight Big Ten championships and won the national championship this past year. He has to win that game. And then outside of that, we're, we're entering a new world of college football in terms of the playoff and – I think we can use the playoffs now as a gauge for how good a coach is, right? If a team is consistently losing in the first round of the college football playoff, that says something about what their ceiling is under that head coach. If they're getting to the final fours and they're reaching a national championship game, it's almost how we view things in the pros sometimes. Of, is there a ceiling and can they surpass it at any point? And I think that's where Ryan Day has to answer questions. I don't necessarily think, at least not 100%, that if he loses to Michigan and they don't, do well in the playoff that his job is probably gone next year but it gets a little harder to not think that in 12 months if we're sitting here and Ohio State finished the season 11 and 2 again and they lost to Michigan once again and didn't win a Big Ten championship yeah I mean Ohio State's always played a great schedule Oregon uh, Notre Dame I mean that's just two of the teams they played uh, Texas a couple years ago but Man, if I were uh, Marshall, Akron, and, and Western Michigan, I mean, can, can it get any worse than that? <laughs> it is, you know what? This is a – everything seems to be lining up for Ohio State, right? Obviously, we're looking at the talent that they've added, whether through their recruiting class with Jeremiah Smith, the top player in the country, or we're talking about the transfer guys like Caleb Downs and Will Howard, the guys who all came back and put off the NFL like Emeka Buka, J.C. Tuimaloa, Travion Henderson, Denzel Burke on down the line here, but also – it is a pretty favorable schedule, and like, there's no doubt about that. This is not a schedule where, outside of that Oregon game, I'm not really sure where the other 
team is right now. As we're, now, this might change, obviously, as we get closer to the season. But in February, I look at that 12-game schedule, and the only team that I think if you're an Ohio State fan that you're maybe wondering how that's going to play out is probably that Oregon game. Yeah, of course, that game uh, won Haywire a couple of years ago in uh, Columbus. Great stuff. Stephen, thank you. Uh, we'll be talking often. This is, uh, I think, the most intriguing program in the country as we enter uh, the new era of college football. Stephen Means from Ohio. We take a short break here. Plenty of time for your phone calls right after this. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Guys, tomorrow morning, check out Marty and McGee early if you're up. Haley Bryant from LSU having a fantastic season. LSU and Georgia straight ahead. And Carlos is up next. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Paul. Uh, I've been a long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, thank you very much. Uh, this is like, that's just like the guy you had on there talking about the Ohio State schedule. They play three teams, and they got them spread out. They, everybody thinks Ohio State and Michigan are so good. Let them come down here and play Arkansas' schedule, where you got to go through that eight-game gauntlet in a row. You're right. I mean, I mean, yeah, you, you can you can lose one of those two games right there and still be eleven and one, and everybody thinks you had a great year, but you didn't play anybody. No, that that is one of the most embarrassing uh, non-conference schedules I've ever seen. Right. I mean, I mean, you know, it's like Tom Osborne used to say he couldn't help it because his his league was weak. You know, when everybody talked about Nebraska, because there wasn't nobody out there but Nebraska and Oklahoma in that college, you know, right. in that conference at the time. No, you're right. But, uh, yeah, that's like this portal deal. Why can't they stop these kids from transferring every year? Why can't they just transfer one time and that be it? Well, the because of legal challenges. I mean, they gave – after COVID, a lot of things change, and now they're under assault uh, from a legal standpoint. So that is why uh, they're, they're – they're, it's a, it, it will it, because it will go to the courts, and every time it, something goes to the courts, the NCAA becomes weaker. So they are just liberalizing their standards. Right. Yeah. yeah and I like those twelve picks y'all had earlier. Seeds there. All twelve <laughs> of those guys are losers. I mean, they're gonna lose the first round right out of I the gate. I tell you what, Carlos, you yeah. you may have just got yourself in the tournament with this call. You know, it's sort of like Michigan State, you know, in basketball. They always get in, but they get put out in the first round. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Everybody and, fears uh, Tom Izzo, except the opposition. <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know, it's sad that a lot of these callers, they call and bash other teams, you know, like Georgia and Alabama. I mean, root for your own team. I mean, I'm an Auburn fan. Right. You know, and I look at it like this right here, and a lot of Auburn fans don't. They look at it where if they beat Alabama, it's a great year. 
you know, we beat Alabama. Whoop-de-doo. We beat Alabama 20 times in the last 44 years. It's 24 and 20. But how many of those 20 times did we beat Alabama that mattered? Four times. In 04, we got no no shot at it. We was undefeated. All right, and then in 10, when we won it. And then in 13, when we went and got beat by Florida State. And then again, in 17, where we beat them, we beat Georgia and Alabama back-to-back, but then we lost again to Georgia. Right. And we got thrown out, and they let Alabama back in. Sure did. So, really, beating Alabama don't mean nothing if you can't beat Georgia, LSU, and A&M. I mean, that that don't matter. I mean, I mean, you know, just like this year, if we had to beat Alabama, what good would that have done? None. You'd have been seven and five instead you of six have, and You six. would have ruined their season, but it, it wouldn't have helped you at all. Cause right. Were, exactly. Good point. Good point. But it would have still but, been a nice uh, win I, uh, to see. Uh, but, hey, thanks for the call. What good would it have done? Just the iron ball, nothing important. Squirrel is up next. See, that guy had a great point, you know, with those callers calling in, bashing each other's programs. And that's why I just strictly stick to uh, bashing other callers. <laughs> and um, yesterday was a strange day. Miss Pat, you know, she had been trying to achieve time bomb infamy, infamy for a year or two. And the day she announces that she's quitting for a calendar year, she finally achieves fine, ball, fine bomb infamy. So I, I thought that was pretty ironic. Yeah, I mean, she became the most annoying caller of the day. <laughs> she was annoying to me from day one. And uh, that's that was my whole point. And like somebody pointed out earlier today, you have a right to either like a caller or not like a caller. It has nothing to do with her gender or anything of that nature. Some of my favorite callers are the lady callers, but she wasn't one of them. But um, wrapping up, putting a bow on, on that information that I, I shared with you yesterday, and you said something about the site, I'm not going to give any information on this site because it's too powerful for, for the sake of America and the division of this country and the okay. division of the people on this show. But, but to We're understand you that. correctly, Squirrel, you believe you have broken the Da Vinci Code. No, I know exactly. Who, look, well, Paul, okay. I checked it against your information, and you did not give me your phone number. I've never had your phone number, no. correct? Um, correct. I don't even know what my phone. I mean, I, I know what my cell number is. Well, I, have a, I have a phone at home. What, I do not I know, know, the, you, I do not know, I know the number. I know what you paid it. for your house. I know what you paid for your house in 2014. Right. I know what it pays for last year. And by the way, you you burned you gained about 30, 35 percent. So oh, good. I, I may sell it tonight on based yeah, on that information. Good news. Good news there. But no, I've got more breaking news uh, just in time for Valentine's Day. Okay. You know the saying that if you let somebody go. If they if they don't come back, it was never meant to be. But if they do come back, it was true love. I've heard you ever that. heard that? Some some saying along that nature. Well, Jim and uh, I man are back together. Uh, I, I know that would make your heart warm. And um, I was talking to a well, former right. drummer. I, I just checked my house. I, I'm selling it uh, as soon as the show ends. <laughs> I'm serious, I have not looked Paul. at that you since paid, I moved in. Look, you paid you paid eight thousand dollars in property tax last year. Did I really? And uh, mm. yeah, so I'm just saying you may want to, you know, downsize a little bit. You got a lot of square footage there. Yeah, but uh, there are rooms anyhow, I've never this, been in. This side is too. This side is too powerful. I'm not going to put it out there. And I'm never. I, I would never dox him like he's doxed me six or eight times. Okay. But no, I just want to let you know that the lovebirds are back together, 
and uh, and I'm looking to forward to the spring. It, it's a it's a, like a awakening oh, for the I mean, show. Like mid 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 March when hear those birds chirping for the first oh, time in a while. Yeah. I mean, love is in the air. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks. Aloha. Wow, squirrel <laughs> calling from Century Twenty One. Uh, Shane is up next. Hey. Hey, Paul, it's Shane. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. You do a great job. Uh, I remember a caller a while back said you all were on the show and said, uh, well, we'll get you a plane ticket, and I'll take the day off, and I'll go fishing. But anyway, just a couple of questions about the NIL and the NCAA. It just seems like they uh, attack the University of Tennessee. I'm from Elizabethan, home of Jason Witten. And it, yes, sir. It just seems like that that uh, the NCAA, you know, they're in court. Virginia joined them. I just wanted to know your take on this. Shouldn't they just get like a board of directors, like a bank or, or the athletic directors or, you know, um, the college football playoff committee, they it's like the wild, wild west. Yeah, you know, what's happened, though, Shane, and, and this Tennessee case is really interesting. The Tennessee case broke the NCAA. Uh, they can't fight that because if they do, I mean, they'll go through the motions because they can afford the, the attorneys, but at some point they'll back out, they'll try to make a deal, and Tennessee's not going to suffer because if Tennessee takes this to the end, the NCAA will be out of business, and they can't afford that because they all have those – cushy uh, offices and, and all the, you know, the Ritz-Carlton points that they, they gather by going to these waste-of-time conventions and seminars and on top of their private planes and, and all the country club memberships. So uh, they're not going to let that go, get, get away. There's too many, there's too many uh, worthless people feeding at that trough. Hey, thanks for the call. Uh, <laughs> did I make a point there or not? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Next time I'll, 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 give, I'll tell you how I really feel. Okay, we will uh, take a short break here. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show Podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 